and welcome back to Restaurant Pad Podcasts with me, your host, Jack Cole. So today I'm joined by George Clark from the Marine Security Council, who is the program director. So George, welcome. And we start by telling us a little bit about, about your background and the background of your organisation. Hi, Jack. Uh, thanks for inviting me on. It's really, really great to be here. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm George. I work at MSC or Marine Stewardship Council. Um, we are the standard setter and eco-labelling organisation for sustainable seafood. So our mission is to um, use our eco-label to allow and enable uh, consumers, um, members of the public to seek out and, and consume uh, seafood from sustainable sources. And we use our standard to support uh, fisheries around the world um, in aiming for and, and demonstrating that they meet a, a bar of sustainability that we set. Fantastic. And what would you say, a kind of vague question or a broad question, are the current state of our oceans? Well, it's tricky. I mean, there's been some, you know, good, um, positive progress um, in, in recent years, for sure. Um, but the the direction of travel in terms of the overfishing issue, um, which is, is one of the kind of cornerstones of why we exist, um, is is traveling in the wrong direction. So in the 1970s, um, you know, figures would show that around 10% of um, fish stocks globally are overfished. The figure at the moment is over a third. So it's clearly an issue that's um, not been solved and in, in fact has um, exacerbated in, in certain areas of the world. Um, MSC was started um, after uh, a real um, kind of existential issue in, in one fishery in particular, that was the Grand Banks cod fishery in uh, Newfoundland. Um, and the collapse of that fishery was the kind of canary in the mine, if you like, um, or the final straw that really galvanized that need from conservation and, and business to come together and create a, a standard for sustainability in fishing. Um, and, that, and that was the WWF and um, Unilever, who owned uh, Birdseye, the famous fish finger brand um, at the time. And, and that's how we were born, um, effectively. And, and I would say that we've been doing some great work over the past 25 or so years. Um, there's hundreds of fisheries that are MSC certified and sustainable, um, but there's very many others that um, are, are not meeting that bar. And, and so our mission is to try and get those fisheries um, on that pathway to uh, becoming more sustainable and hopefully demonstrating that through um, gaining that blue eco-label um, that, that we use. That leads on nicely to uh, next question. What is the blue eco-label? How does it work? So it is our, you know, our method of um, denoting um, what products or, or menu items, if you're in a restaurant, um, are, are sustainable um, in terms of the fish and seafood um, items. So like uh, FSC, Forestry Stewardship Council, or Soil Association Organic, or, or Fair Trade, um, we're in that kind of, you know, that recognised body of um, eco-labels trying to um, set a standard and a, and a bar for sustainability in our particular area. Um, so the blue eco-label can only be applied to products that come from MSC certified fisheries. Um, and so we have our, our MSC fisheries standard um, that's globally applicable um, and, you know, um, eligible for all different varieties, scales, types of fishing to to enter voluntarily you meet the the bar and, and demonstrate to a um uh, like an auditor um who's independent of msc that they're scoring enough to, to to gain that msc certification then that fish can be sold into the market as, as msc certified 
We then have a, a second standard called chain of custody, and that's our traceability standard, um, which really is that um, linkage between each buyer and seller of fish up to the consumer to, to provide that guarantee effectively, that assurance that what you're um, buying and eating when you see that blue eco label is actually from the fishery um, that has been certified. Um, and so the job there is to yeah generate um, you know awareness and, and and raise the profile of the label so that you, you fuel demand for it um, and and then that virtual circle of that demand trickling down to the fishery should hopefully encourage more participation and more fisheries to get certified. And more practically, out on the oceans themselves, how does sustainable fishing actually work? So we apply a holistic approach um, to sustainability. Um, and so, you know, we're not saying that one particular variety of fishing is sustainable, or one particular species of fish is sustainable, or indeed one particular area is sustainable. Um, we look at each fishery within its own right, um, and we basically evaluate it against three key principles. Um, so the principles of the standard are, number one, uh, the fish stock itself and, and its health. So fish live in yeah, stocks that are basically a, you know, um, a group of fish that dwell and reproduce in a particular area. Um, and those can be, you know, quite small and unique, or they can be huge and, um, you know, reach beyond national borders and barriers and things like that. Um, so in order to meet that, to be managing that stock sustainably, i.e. you can't be taking so much out of the fish stock in that area so that it becomes uh, unproductive or less productive and the overall stock health decreases and the biomass, how many fish are actually there, decreases over time. Um, because that, you know, unabated can, can lead to collapse of, of stocks as we saw in the Grand Banks fishery in the 90s. The second principle is uh, the environmental impact. So we're not just considering what that fishing does to that particular species and stock. Um, we're also considering what the wider impacts are for other fish that might be swimming in the area, um, other types of um, species that are in the area that aren't fish, like marine mammals and, and seabirds. Also the impact on marine habitat. So where you're interacting with the seabed, if that's disturbing or disrupting or damaging um, you know, sea habitats, which are really important for marine ecosystems, um, that's looked into as well. And then the third principle is really the kind of, you know, the robustness of the rules, regulations, the management um, that is in place at that fishery to make sure that those first two principles um, are kept at sustainable levels into the long term. And so those three principles form the, the fishery standard. There's all sorts of, you know, detailed um performance indicators that sit behind that and 600 plus page reports that auditors will write when a fishery gets certified. Um, but that in essence is, is what we're looking at. We're looking at a larger picture, um, a holistic approach to sustainability in fish. Fantastic. And perhaps sort of bringing it home a little bit to sort of uh, oceans around the UK. Mm. If you can, from sort of fish to fish, so from cod to salmon, which ones are sort of doing better or, or worse than others and how are things generally trending yeah so i think we you know have a set of certified fisheries in the uk uh, in terms of our program but it's important to kind of lay out that not all um fisheries in the uk are, are msc certified um it's a select group um and that actually fluctuates so you know whereas 
North Sea cod was certified um, up until a few years ago. It's currently not because the stock health um, was an issue. Um, there's rebuilding plans as a result, and 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 you know the, the aim and hope there is, I think, to bring that fishery back up to a level where it could enter an MSC assessment again. Um, but things like haddock, uh, safe or coley, uh, place, hake, um, all in uh, the North Sea, uh, fish catches are MSC certified. So that's a really great set of uh, white fish species that carry the um, blue MSC UK label. If you go a bit further north up to Shetland, uh, you've got crab and scallop. So brown crab and scallop, some really nice shellfish uh, examples that are uh, fished by some very, you know, uh, small scale local communities um, up in Shetland. Um, I had the pleasure of visiting uh, Shetland last year and, and, you know, going on one of the scallop vessels and, and one of the crab vessels just to see the sort of care and attention that these uh, fishermen uh, put into um, their livelihoods. And it was really quite spectacular. Um, and then we, we've got a number of cockle fisheries that are certified in the UK. Um, so we've got the Bury Inlet and, and D Estuary. Uh, and then the Thames as well. Um, there's a fishery there for cockles. Um, and, and so that's really, really nice um, to see those types of species, you know, seeing the value in demonstrating their sustainability. Um, moving further south, we've got um, more cockles, in fact, and, and clams uh, out of Pool Harbour. And, and that's a really great fishery. It's one of those, um, again, really small scale fisheries. It's really kind of been on a, a journey of, um, you know, recovery and, and replenishment and, and you know revitalization in terms of you know that fishery in, in that really unique and beautiful location um they were in a really tricky spot um during covid because like many fisheries their uh, foreign markets and their local food service restaurant markets kind of disappeared overnight and um they were really challenged by you know having spent so much time improving um you know their fishery and meeting that msc standard and putting so much investment in into that um you know what now after these um these markets had disappeared but then because it's you know been on that journey because it's certified waitrose the supermarket actually recognized the the value in in their product and, and their story and and started selling them on their fish counters in waitrose and they're i think now in 150 maybe 200 stores and, and that really shows you how turning things around because a fishery like that was quite unregulated um or, or rather you know the regulations were ignored let's say um to something that is really high performing and best practice you know shows how you can you can change things and i guess that's what msc is in essence it's a market-based program for sustainability and so we need to use that that market demand and and you know that consumer demand to to drive sustainability in fisheries um and then moving down to cornwall you've got some great examples down there um in cornish sardines and cornish hake again really great um you know turnaround stories from from stocks that were um you know over, overfished in the 90s and and you know lower than they should be recovered now very hake in particular as well as sardines is is you know uh probably a fish that was quite underappreciated but it's now you know overappreciated you know it's it's loved by chefs across the country and, and it's available in supermarkets and i think that's really been a nice turnaround story too um 
but yeah there's there's a number of challenges elsewhere we recognize that the bar of msc um you know is sometimes un unobtainable in in the short term for fisheries so what we've been doing over the past 10 years is is working with those fisheries that are maybe you know quite quite a ways off uh, meeting that bar and trying to help them along the way to make improvements um that ultimately you know should get them more you know to to a place of being ready to go for an msc assessment so we've been working on a project called project uk um that runs a series of fishery improvement projects or fips uh, around the uk and it's those fisheries where we're you know really working hard to um you know drive the improvements and and um you know using our network utilizing our network to help support those fisheries in doing that and what are some of those challenges specifically are those fisheries that are a little bit not quite there yet what is there sort of a pattern or is it sort of quite sort of unique to each fishery or what is yeah. it that they uh often last so i guess one of the uh, difficulties of having a kind of robust and um you know detailed and you know, broad or holistic standard is the amount of, of, of areas that you need to demonstrate that you're uh, performing well at so you know it could be something like um you know a data deficiency there might not be you know enough data on the fishery to you know tell you whether or not it's at a healthy level um and, and so what we did with project uk was board all the 28 performance indicators that sit behind the three principles to flag where the gaps are and where the improvements might need to be made um so yeah it could be data um, relating to the stock health in, in a principle one area um, it could be that there's you know not the right measures or um, you know tools available within the fishery to mitigate their impacts on endangered and threatened and protected species for instance so it might be that you know one of the actions is to um, produce a, a guide or a book that's available on on uh, all the vessels that they're able to refer to and, and log interactions with these types of species that um just formalizes a process that um is is required to um demonstrate that you're trying to address those impacts and then you know management it, it could also be you know um that there's not protocols and and um written rules in place to determine how the fishery should react under certain circumstances so if the stock health declines or if there's a um, an increase in seabird bycatch for instance there's not a kind of a rule book agreed and implemented by the fishery managers to react and solve those issues um, and it will vary it'll vary quite considerably according to what the fishery is what its challenges are where it is as well of course tell us about world ocean day so yeah i mean world ocean day world ocean day now is um on the 8th of june so um just last week um it's a celebration of, of the ocean internationally and i think msc has really been um uh championing its involvement its purpose the campaigns uh, more and more in recent years so this year our, our message is um you know it all starts here um and to encourage you know anyone really members of the public our stakeholders to make a deal with the ocean um because you know we we rely on the ocean really it's um you know what produces every second breath we breathe um it regulates the climate um it is a huge provider in terms of uh, food sustenance security nutrition 
Um, and what we wanted to do was really highlight the the threats that the ocean is under, and and what any member of the public can do to, um, you know, really support the um, the causes that are out there to to help um, you know improve the state of our ocean. Um, so you know, one of our one of our actions to, was to only buy seafood with the Blue EK label on it, um, because we feel that you know sustainability in in seafood um, starts with the fishery and starts with fishing, um, and rewarding and recognizing those fisheries that have met that standard, and and sending a message that um, you know consumers only want to buy seafood from sustainable sources will only help us um, meet our mission of engaging over a third of the world's uh, fisheries by 2030 which is an msc goal um because you know although as i was saying earlier there's been really positive progress in terms of this uh, sustainable seafood movement there's still big challenges out there um there's still over a third of fisheries overfished um internationally according to the fao so you know how can we mobilize um, more efforts to um resolve that issue um and, you know, one of the, you know, key messages for this year's campaign was that if we do manage those fisheries more sustainably uh, from them, and so that's really, really important from a food security point of view, where we've got a, um, a global population that's estimated to reach just under 10 billion by 2050. Um, you know, the food has got to come from some, somewhere and, and fish is a fantastic, nutrient-rich, sustainable option if managed well um but also with fishing livelihoods you know there's millions of people that are employed through the fishing sector at sea and on land um and so you know the demise of fisheries that are overfished the collapse of fisheries and the threat of that risks food security and and you know um livelihoods uh, around the world and so that was one of our key messages is to manage fish stocks sustainably and secure them into the future and also grow the productivity of, of, of fishing globally, which is something that this planet really needs. Through doing that, making more fish available to more people, um, we can, you know, also, uh, assuming that they eat it, um, boost the uh, nutrient intake of, of um, people around the world as well. Um, fish is incredibly nutritious. Um, and with health, health crises, certainly in the UK, um, and an under-indexing of fish consumption, we Brits eat just over half of what the government recommends in terms of a healthy diet of, of fish and seafood. I think 19% of, of the UK population population eat uh, fish twice a week, which is what's recommended. Um, and so, yeah, through through growing the sustainability of fisheries, hopefully we can also encourage people to eat um, fish according to those guidelines and improve their their health as a result. Well, that's fantastic. All right, fish and chips tonight then. So finally, yeah. George, um, where can people find your work and support what you're doing? Yeah, so um, our website is www.msc.org slash UK. If you want to go to our UK website, which I thoroughly recommend, you can find us on Twitter um, and on Instagram and on Facebook at, at MSC in the UK. Um, and so, yeah, we um have a uh, very regular um cycle of posts of really interesting content um whether it be recipes or you know interesting science information or you know backgrounds around the fisheries that we work with 
we also run a uh, sustainable seafood uh, campaign um and so in in the past few years it, that's been sustainable seafood week in september we've now you know broadened it out to a whole month so this september is sustainable seafood september um so we'll be promoting all the um, fantastic msc certified fisheries um that we work with around the world and encouraging people to um try some new recipes um that we're working on with some uh, some well-known chefs as well oh. fantastic george thank you for your time thanks a lot